So apparently, uh, the WB, mostly David Zaslav, has axed, basically axed, uh, several more animated projects at HBO Max. The silver lining, though, in these axings is they still probably more than likely will see the light of day. Uh, those projects being the Batman Cape Crusader series done by J.J. Abrams and Bruce Timm, which is kind of a more mature take continuation of Batman the Animated Series. Merry Little Batman. The Steve Urkel uh, special, animated special, Did I Do That to the Holidays. Uh, the Amazing Gumball uh, movie. Bye Bye Bunny, a Looney Tunes musical. And the Looney Tunes uh, movie, The Day the Earth Blew Up. Now, it's kind of surprising that these got axed from HBO Max after being promoted, you know, as such, you know, as being on such, I should say, back in San Diego Comic-Con. But again, this is David Zaslav and his crew we're talking about who obviously want to go in a different direction. And basically, we want to reorganize and filter out a better looking platform uh, to, you know, work off of and, you know, integrate into when they merge both it and Discovery Plus into a new service. And I know a lot of people have come out and said that they, you know, they see this and, you know, along with the other cuts and stuff that's going on. And, you know, a lot of people feel like what David Zaslav is doing is just abusing his power. He's just, you know, abusing his power by showing what he can and can what he can do and when he wants to do it, or who he could do it to or what he could do it to and not have a care, even... If his reasoning is, hey, I'm trying to save money, I'm trying to reorganize, I'm trying to reboot this company back into what it should have been a long time ago. I'm trying to basically clean up the mess left behind by Hamada and his crew. And, you know, some people could take that and, you know, and agree with his sentiments, you know, when he, you know, when he would explain it that way. But others feel like, what he's doing is just trying to showcase, hey, look, I got this power now. I can do whatever I want. Here, here you know, here's a taste of it. And it's like I've said before in a, in a, in a video, and I'll say it again. David Zaslav is going to have a lot of OJT on his hands on the job training. Because, you know, he might be experienced when it comes to running Discovery Plus. And might be experienced and more in favor of you know, non-scripted reality shows, documentaries, and all that. But at the end of the day, you can't just rely on that as being your bread and butter. You know, whether or not you're running, you know, a streaming service or a network that's based around it, or you're running a new streaming service and, ne and several networks that are a comp uh, kind of a blending combination of both, you know. He is going to have to learn in the long, in the long run and some of his ideas are not going to go over uh, very well. I mean, there are reports that, you know, the WBD has lost, you know, major stock already over this past weekend. And some may say that's all due to the fact that he's gutting, you know, the whole catalog. Or at least it feels like he's gutting the whole catalog just because he's saying it's for the best. It's to make, you know, a, a better service, a better network, a better company. And again, there are some that will agree with that, but there are some that don't. And again, some feel that what he's doing is showing his true colors. 
you know, by basically screwing with people, screwing with people's careers, screwing with people's hard work and all that, and just, you know, not giving it a chance to thrive. Now, the silver lining, like I said, about these shows and movies being, or these specials and shows and movies being cut uh, from HBO Max is they're still going to get an opportunity to shine. They're still going to get an opportunity to shine. More than likely, you're going to probably see a place like Netflix and um, Cartoon Network and Boomerang, the Boomerang service, be the ones that uh, basically take these movies and shows, you know, under the wing. Like Netflix, along with Cartoon Network, might be some of the only places where you could see this. And I'm sure David Zaslav won't have an issue with that because, hey, the focus is on trying to organize his company and his divisions to be more refined, more filtered out, more organized than before. And if it means licensing out or shopping around and licensing out uh, the Batman animated series to uh, the WB, uh, not WB, but to Cartoon Network, and even di- and even Netflix inevitably, then so be it. If it means you know shopping around the Amazing Gumball movie to network to Netflix, you know as well as Boomerang streaming service along with Cartoon Network, then so be it. I mean Netflix already has I think the Amazing Gum Amazing World of Gumball, so the movie being on there wouldn't be a problem. And uh, then and then you look at let's say Merry Little Batman. The Looney Tune movies, again, options are all there. Now you might say, well, what about Amazon? They could take some of these. And yes, they could. They could take some of these in Amazon Originals. You know, they could take, you know, Amazing World of Gum- the Amazing World of Gumball movie and say it's an Amazon Original in collaboration with Cartoon Network. They could say, you know, they could take Merry Little Batman and Batman Cape Crusader and say, hey, these are Amazon Originals in collaboration with DC. They could do all that. But only time will tell. Uh, more than likely, like I said, the landing spot for them will probably be Netflix. If it's not Amazon, if it's not Amazon Prime, you know, or Cartoon Network, well, it probably more than likely will be Cartoon Network, as well as the Boomerang streaming service then I almost can guarantee, almost guarantee that Netflix will be the likely home for these uh, for these programs. And some of them may just go direct to video. Yeah. I mean, I just saw a trailer for Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo coming out around October, which is the latest in the direct to video Scooby-Doo movies. And the animation is based on the uh, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who series. And so... You know, the, some of these, like the Looney Tune films, may end up being, you know, direct-to-video movies, for all we know. You know, and um, they just have to see what happens. You know, you'll see what happens if, it, you know, if that's the case. They might be Blu-ray and DVD releases. You know, that being the Looney Tunes, the day the earth blew up, and Bye Bye Bunny, you know, Looney Tunes musical. You know, that might be the direction they head. We don't know. But... The silver lining, like I said, is these will still see the light of day. They just won't see it on HBO Max. The likely candidates is, from a network broadcast perspective, is Cartoon Network. And from a streaming perspective, more than likely, 
out of out of all the um, services outside of HBO Max, it would probably you know probably more than likely be Netflix that gets you know the Batman series along with Cartoon Network. That gets Merry Little Batman along with Cartoon Network. That gets the Amazing World of Gumball movie along with Cartoon Network. You know, and, as well as the uh, Looney Tunes movies along with Cartoon Network. More than likely, they will end up there, and then probably eventually on Boomerang. So, yeah, I know a lot of people don't like, you know, what David is doing, and, you know, that's understandable, I get it, but, you know, it's just one of those situations to where you just gotta, you just gotta see what he brings to the table, you know, eventually. Sometimes, you know, these things happen, and you know, we may not we may not like it, but in the end, it might be for the better. I mean, a good example, and I know I used Archie Sonic a lot for an example, but a good example is Ian Flynn. You know, it's like I said before, when I talked about the CM Punk AEW deal, you know, before Ian Flynn came on board, Ken Penders and call writers like Penders, Bowlers, Gallagher, you know, they were allowed to kind of run roughshod almost without any... Uh, anybody to re- rein them in. And, you know, part, I think part of that is one of the reasons Penders was let go, because nobody was reining in, reining him in, I should say, and making sure he doesn't do, make, doesn't make stupid decisions or try to, you know, try to write in stupid, you know, scenarios and stuff that, you know, that he wouldn't get approved of, 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 you know, e- either way and still try to get away with, you know, and Ian Flynn and his crew were kind of like that a little bit, but they got reined in, you know, not that long after. But here's the thing about Ian Flynn in comparison to David Zaslav. Ian Flynn, you know, was reined in. He was doing OJT for a while. Well, let's say Penders and others were writing. And even when he was head writer officially, he was still doing some OJT. But he was eventually reined in when he started to get a little overboard. But he did make his intentions clear, even during the final days of his OJT, even as head writer, in my opinion. And that, was, and that was basically the fact that he wanted to purge the book of all the unnecessary characters that were not needed. You know, that were only seen maybe once or twice, maybe three times, and that's it. They weren't needed, so why have them? And that's why he did what he did. That's why he went on that, that murder spree, if you will, in the book. You know, he wanted to purge it so he could filter it out to make it more simplified, more organized, more refined, and easier to, you know, to read and keep track of when it came to the characters appearing. You know, he didn't, you know, he didn't leave it, you know, as it was. What he did is he did exactly what Zaslav has been proclaimed to do. You know, Zaslav, like I said, has been proclaimed to walk in to have taken the reins, even on his own, even on his on-the-job train, on the, even on, even during his on-the-job training, easy for me to say. You know, he's been known to, to known to after taking the reins, even during his OJT, to clean up with Hamada and his crew who left behind, and that's kind of what Ian Flynn did. You know, it, you know, during his OJT, even as he started as head writer. You know, after he was reined in a bit, he was still, you know, living up to his goal and his promise to clean up the mess that Ken Penders, Cole Bowlers, Mike Gallagher, and others left behind. 
And in the end, what happened? Even before the retcon reboot, soft retcon reboot, whatever you want to call it, occurred, what happened? What occurred? You know, what was the aftermath after he, after he, after he basically, you know, finalized all that, after he kind of did his cleanup job? We got a more simplified, you know, series that was even better than before. Not saying that the comic wasn't better previously, but we got a series that was better than before. Now, yes, did he make some decisions storyline-wise that not a lot of people liked? Of course he did. The Mecha Sally one, in my opinion, is a big example of that. But every, one, every other series, every other story that he and his crew did was great. And on par with what we had in the previous regime, if not better. And it was more simplified I to keep track of with the characters and all that. And it made things more intriguing. There's no doubt about that. You know, there is no doubt. And David Zaslav, for comparison, is kind of doing a similar thing with Warner Brothers. You know, yeah, he's making some decisions we may not agree with by axing completely a lot of programming and movies that don't need to be taken down. Own and you're know, not giving them a chance to see the light of day, or you know, is axing them from release on HBO Max, but still giving them the opportunity to see the light of day. You know, he's doing you know things very similar to the point that in the end, you know, we might end up getting a better product than we've ever thought. You know, and I think that's a good thing. I really do. I think that's a good thing in the end. You know. Now, should he have made his intentions known in the first place, even before San Diego Comic-Con? Absolutely. But this is all part of the OJT he's going through, the on-the-job training that he's going through. And I'm sure people have already related to him, you know, that, well, not re related to him, but um, was relayed to him, that's a, already relayed to him, that he should have made these cancellation announcements before San Diego Comic-Con. You know, he should have made it known. Or he should have at least, you know, talked to the people before they went and said, hey, hey, tell these folks that the stuff's still coming, but it's not going to be on HBO Max. It'll be somewhere else. And that's it. And again, you know, it's all part of his OJT. Because he didn't do that, but now he's learning. Just like Ian Flynn learned and everything. And in the end result was something better than we thought we've had before or on par with what we had before, if not better. So that could be the same thing that happens here. But we'll see. Um, however, let me know what your thoughts are, guys. What are your thoughts on David Saslav axing, you know, Batman, the Cape Crusader, Merry Little Batman, Amazing, Gum Amazing World of Gumball movie, the Looney Tune movies of Bye Bye Bunny, and The Day the Earth Blew Up, up and such, you know, let me, know what, let me know what your thoughts are, guys, on all that. And where do you think they will land? Do you think Netflix is going to take most of them? Do you think Amazon might come in? Boomerang? What are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Super Chat Super Stickers will be open and available during the live stream. And until or during the live premiere of this video. Super thanks as well afterwards. And until next time, guys. That's all I'm going to say. Also, check me out at BWRS's Discussions, all your favorite audio podcasts, locations, except for Pandora. As well as check me out at Patreon.com, so that's BWRS's. 
as well as check me out at Venmo at Brian Dash Walmart Dash Two and at BW Roses at BW Roses ninety eight at Cash App. And until next time, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Also check out the Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. But again, guys, let me know what your thoughts are on all this. And until then, I'll talk to y'all later.